Hello, my friends, and welcome once again to another episode of Anything Goes. Hello, my beautiful friends. I'm glad that you can join me again for another episode of Anything Goes. In this episode, I thought we would talk a little bit about mental health. Don't worry, it's not going to get too intellectual and wordy. Um, But it struck me as an important thing. Uh, Given everything that we're going through uh, with this global pandemic, And for many, this is a time of unemployment, which means more stress. Um, And so I thought it might be of use to just talk a little bit about things we can do to deal with mental health challenges in this time. No doubt you, I, all of us are undergoing some sort of stress, some sort of challenge, some sort of uh, difficulties that we're having to work through um, because of what's going on with COVID-19 and or unemployment and other issues that can arise, politics and other things. But one thing is for certain, and especially in our modern age with the amount of technology we have around us and at our fingertips at any time, it can get real easy to forget to check in with ourselves, to take care of ourselves, to make sure that we're okay. And so I thought it might be useful to just go through a few little um, checklist points, tips, to hopefully offer something to you that might help you Get yourself back on track as much as you can. Obviously, you know as well as I that there's never a time in life where everything goes according to plan. But equally, there's never a time in life where nothing ever goes according to plan. There's always times where we can get those little windows of of things that work out right. Now, if you're anything like me, oftentimes when things are going well for an extended period of time, my initial thought is, when will it be done? A bit pessimistic, I suppose you could say. But as the saying goes, all good things must come to an end. Um, And honestly, it's what makes it so enjoyable is knowing that there is an an ephemerality to it, right? It It is but for a moment and then gone. So, I thought we would take a look at what the World Health Organization has listed for some ideas of looking out after our own mental health, taking a look at our mental health, a checklist, if you will. And I will not be surprised if several of these things sound familiar to you or sound like common sense. I think a lot of times these can be that. And then sometimes they're not. 
So, really, I think the thing we have to consider is that these challenges with this pandemic and unemployment and all these things going on, even with schools and what do we do with students and how do we keep things safe for teachers and all of these different things going on, everyone is feeling it, which means everyone needs to be able to check in with themselves. So the, the new realities that we work with, right, are having to do things like work from home, uh, whether you're an adult having to do a job and figuring out all the Zoom and Google Meet and all these different things that we're using to make industry continue, to keep economy moving forward, to keep paychecks moving in for those of us that have employment. Um, and then the other challenges as well, right? For those who don't have employment, uh, for having to homeschool children that maybe you hadn't typically had to before. Uh, the lack of physical contact that you deal with, with um, not being able to connect with family members and friends and colleagues uh, like you used to, right? You, it's a little, it's a lot harder at times to be able to do that. Granted, things are adjusting and we're starting to figure out ways to do it better, but there's still, there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, and there's a lot of adaptation going on, lifestyle changes we're having to deal with, and managing the fears that we're having to deal with, you know, with things like worrying about contracting the virus, and worrying about people close to us that could be vulnerable. And that's something I can relate to. Um, there are members of my family who are much more susceptible, um, high risk, uh, with regard to COVID. And so it's upon me and I take it upon myself to be more vigilant as my wife and do others to be more vigilant because while we might get it and be okay, though there's no guarantee of that, the chances are less for those of us around us that are more high risk. Um, and so we have to think about our, our particular vulnerabilities, not just for ourselves, but for those around us. And having had an aunt who died from complications from COVID now almost two months ago, it's very real to me that these are things we have to grapple with. Um, and another thing I think we tend to forget is these issues can be particularly difficult for people that deal with mental health conditions because those don't stop because there's a pandemic. They don't stop because the economy is bad. Um, for those with mental health issues, those issues, if anything, a lot of times get uh, exacerbated. They get uh, worsened because now there's even more to deal with. And I think that's something to keep in mind, right? Maybe if you're not one that deals with that, but you likely know someone who does. And so it's important that we consider that and make sure that we're um, being cognizant of that with those around us. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can do to take care of our own mental health and to help others, right, with um, who may need some extra support and care. I think one of the most important things to consider starting out is keeping ourselves in the know. Um, as much as it may be tempting to tune out entirely all of the news we hear these days, and I certainly don't blame anyone for wanting to, 
it's, it's rare anymore that you hear positivity in news. Oftentimes it's about whatever sells and many times the, the more dire and the more sensational and, and outrageous it is, it tends to get more airtime. Um, and so I don't blame you. I certainly don't blame myself for wanting to tune out. But it's important that we at least allocate a little bit of time um, every, I would say every day, but if you can't do that every, you know, every other day, every three days, um, to keep yourself aware of the advice and recommendations that are being put out nationally and through local authorities. Um, and the technology educator, IT person, and with what I did in the military, um, I would say to you, always remember to check your sources, right? We need to be aware, but make sure you vet your sources. Know that they are trusted and not just hear, not just looking for people that tell you what you want to hear. It's better to know the truth than not. Um, so make sure that you're in the know with what's happening and what changes are occurring. Uh, follow your trusted news channels, uh, your local national TV, radio, Keep up to date with what's going on with organizations like the World Health Organization um, and, and other health organizations that are there to try and help us, right? For us in um, the U.S., we would see things like CDC. But keep yourself in the know. The most important tool you have is that squish between the ears, right? Our brains and making good use of it. Um, another thing that you can do to help your mental health is to have a routine. Um, and, and the reason a routine is useful is much the same reason having yourself in the know is useful. And that is because it helps you to feel more in control. It helps you to feel like it's not so chaotic in your world. And so having a routine, we, we have that every day. It's just... As I said in a previous episode about patterns, we all have patterns of, of behavior. Um, so being intentional about what your routine is can make a difference. Uh, making sure that you get up and you go to bed at similar times every day can help you. This is something I'm guilty of as being a night owl and an insomniac at times. It's, uh, it's challenging sometimes for me to stay on a regular uh, pattern, but it is good for us. It helps us to keep routine, it helps us to keep some sense of regularity. Uh, keep up with your personal hygiene. Uh, it's very common, especially if you start becoming depressed, to stop caring about your hygiene. Um, now, that doesn't mean you have to go obsessive over it, but just make sure you're taking care of yourself. You know, um, eat healthy meals on a regular basis. Um, it's tempting to get all the snack foods and all the junk foods and just to veg out on the couch and binge a Netflix episode or season or whatever show you prefer of whatever channel you like. Um, and while that's not a problem in itself, you want to make sure that you are giving your body what it needs so that it can help you in regulating yourself. Exercise regularly. As you heard me talk about in the gaming episode, uh, one of the things I do for exercise to keep it fun is uh, when I am playing, 
uh, a game which I've mentioned, which I enjoy a lot, which is Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I've put myself in the habit of getting on the exercise bike, and as I'm riding my horse around, I'm also cycling on my exercise bike. And the faster I run my horse, the faster I pedal, with within reason. Obviously, I'm not trying to push too hard, but I want to get enough to get a good, you know, heart rate movement. At any rate, you don't have to do an exercise bike, and it doesn't have to be connected to a game, but the idea is exercise. Go walk around the neighborhood, curl some weights, do some, you know, stretches, some yoga, uh, things to just help you to exercise and keep yourself healthy. Um, get outside, get some sunlight. You don't have to be out long, but, you know, even 10 minutes or so of sun time can help you to regulate your mood, help you to regulate your serotonin levels. And the same is true if you're having trouble sleeping at night. Disconnect from all of your electronic devices. For the last hour before you go to bed, if you can, try to get away from all electronic screens and devices. And if you have the ability to, get dark and get outside. And just be outside in the dark as best you can. Keep safe, but as much as you can do so. It helps to reset your clock. It helps you to get into a sleepy mindset. Uh, it helps your body to relax. Um, no doubt you've heard by now that these blue screen, the blue lighting that we get from our electronic devices can tend to stimulate our brain um, much like daylight can. And so it helps us to keep awake. But when you're trying to get to sleep, that's not what you want. So, you know, on top of exercising and eating healthy and hygiene, you know, keeping a routine of sleeping, get some daylight, get out in the nighttime, disconnect from your devices. And another thing I would say is to allocate time for working and time for resting. It's so easy these days, especially if you're working from home, to just let work bleed into rest times. And while that happens from time to time, and that's just how it goes at times, it should not be regular. You have to make that effort yourself. Um, I've worked in many a jobs in many a industries where those companies will bleed you dry of your time if you let them. And it is on you to set that strong boundary to make sure that you respect yourself and that your time is respected for your own mental health. Um, also, make time to do things you enjoy. Um, if you like playing games, play games. If you like going for walks, go for walks. Uh, for my wife and I, sometimes a routine of ours is on the weekends, we'll just get in the car and go somewhere. We could easily order food and have it delivered to us, but sometimes we'll just get in the car and wander around and stop somewhere and grab food, sit in the car and just enjoy our meal. Maybe listen to music or chit-chat while we're having our meal. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but just make sure that you do things that you enjoy because if we're gonna have to endure this, you might as well keep yourself happy as much as you can in the process. Another thing I would mention is to 
Minimize your news feeds. And what I mean by that is try to reduce how much you watch, read, or listen to the news that makes you feel anxious or distressed. And this is something I said before about keeping informed, but to reiterate on it, right? If you're going to look at the news, try to minimize it and try to make sure you're getting good sources, get concise information, and then move on with your day. Um, I would say seek the latest information um, maybe once or twice a day if needed. Um, whatever is going to be enough for you to keep you informed, but without you becoming anxious or distressed. The idea is to be in the know, but not nervous, not to overwhelm yourself. Uh, and then social contact is important. Uh, if your movements are restricted, you can certainly keep in regular contact with people close to you by telephone and online channels. Um, I've obviously on on YouTube, I've seen videos of people being inventive. I remember seeing a family that took some sort of heavy plastic shower curtains and essentially fashioned sleeves on both sides of it so that family could visit each other and they had a plastic barrier between them but they could still hug each other with plastic sleeves on um, and gloves so that they could still feel that embrace even though there's a barrier. You know, be inventive. Find ways to have connection but safety at the same time. Social contact is so very important and I, I think it's one of the things we've tended to lose as we've become more technological is we've forgotten how important it is to be human with one another, how important it is to just be near one another, in contact, uh, saying hello and just having conversation. I know it's challenging in these times, but it's still so very important. So do make sure that you're keeping in connection with uh, people that are close to you, uh, whether by phone or online, like Zoom or however you do it in a safe way. Um, another thing, and this is something that's come up that we've probably heard about in the news, is obviously, you know, people enjoy having drinks and things of that nature. Um, but one of the things the World Health Organization definitely warns about is to limit the amount of alcohol you drink um, or don't drink alcohol at all. Um, and don't start drinking alcohol if you have not drunk alcohol before. And the reason they say this is not because they're trying to be all controlling and no alcohol for you. We're not going back to prohibition times. It's just the fact that developing a habit like that and becoming a, a regular drinker can certainly put you in a position that can make you more susceptible to having trouble with things like coronavirus. Um, it's not to say that you can't have a drink, so don't hear that. But it's to say be careful about it, be wise about it. And certainly if you're not of age, you know, try to abide by the laws. I know that there are many a teens in the world, and I was a teenager, I was curious. Um, be smart. Uh, let's see. There are also other things we could do, right, other than alcohol. For those, let's say, for example, here in the United States, there are some states that have legalized medical marijuana usage or even recreational. And I know that's not just here. There are countries, I remember uh, when I was in the military stationed over in Europe and 
got to go up with some friends who wanted to go to Amsterdam and go see all of that. Um, I know that that was something we saw there. What I will say is, again, be careful. Uh, If you're going to do things like that, you might be putting yourself in more harm's way. So just be wise about what you do. Uh, There is no evidence of any protective effect of drinking alcohol for viral or infections. I say this because there's been people who have said that, oh, well, you know, alcohol sterilizes things, so if I'm drinking alcohol, it just sterilizes me to some extent. That's not how that works, friends. <laughs> I wish that that were true, only because then maybe we could all enjoy a, a drink together and feel healthier, right? We could actually cheer to our health, but really, it doesn't work that way. Um, so again, enjoy a drink, but be careful. Don't overdo it. Keep yourself healthy. Um, screen time is another thing, and we talked about this already. Be aware of how much you spend, how much time you spend in front of a screen, you know, in front of any digital thing. Make sure that you're taking regular breaks to do on or uh, to do off-screen activities. Right? Go exercise. Go walk. Get outside. Um, read a book. Listen to music and just sit outside. Sit out in nature if it's not the weather's not too unbearable. But just, you know, get off of the devices. It helps you. Here I am doing a podcast, which requires you to be on a device, right? So it sounds counterintuitive for me to say so. But this is all about you being healthy. Listen to the podcast, but then take some time away from devices. Um, And I'll take a moment to say, I will be doing some more mental health uh, recordings, as I did an episode before this one which was the sounds of thunder and rain, uh, because I want to give you something that can help settle you and help you to disconnect a little bit. Um, And I might even do some where it's just me talking about things that are peaceful, right? I don't know, some sort of guided meditation. I say that only because I've had several of you tell me that you enjoy the sound of my voice, that you find my voice to be soothing for some of you. Um, that you, I've even been nicknamed by one uh, as Mr. Smooth Voice, I believe it was. Uh, So I might do a guided meditation if it's of benefit to help you. Uh, But I digress. So video games, social media, all these things, right? Try to limit yourself. If you like video games to relax as I do, that's fine. But it's tempting to just spend too long of a period. Make sure you're doing some offline activities. Journal. Draw. Write. uh, Read a book. Make something. You know, it's easy enough now with Amazon. You can buy things like polymer clays, which don't harden until you bake them. And you can just sit there and play with clay and make things. Draw and doodle. Who knows what may come out of it? Maybe you end up creating something that becomes a means of making a living for yourself. Who knows? Practice learning an instrument. But just disconnect from devices for a while. That will help your mental health. Um, Also, if you're going to use social media, I would strongly recommend as much as you can, 
try to promote positivity and hopeful stories. I don't, I don't mean to say like make things up, but you know, in this day and age, as we are dealing with what we are, no doubt if you're, if you're feeling down at times, you can assume that there are others around you feeling the same way. So it's not to say that we shouldn't address what's going on in the world, which there are many things going on. But it's to say, let's help one another keep ourselves in good mental health. Um, promote positivity. Promote hopeful stories. Uh, if you see that there's misinformation and you have good, credible information that can validate what you're going to defend, correct misinformation wherever you see it so that you can help. we can help one another to grow and keep ourselves safe. Uh, you know, try to do so kindly. Uh, have some, uh, some sense of humility uh, because we're all going through challenges. Uh, and if you're able to, offer support to people in your community who may need it, such as helping them with food shopping. If you know that there's an elderly you know, couple or an old uh, an old person who lives behind, or elderly person who lives behind you or around you, who maybe lives on their own. Maybe, if you're able to, offer to do things that might be difficult for them to do. Do so safely so that nobody's exposed, but it, it's beneficial to them, and it's also beneficial for you. You want to feel better? Help someone. Do something good for someone. You want to feel better? Take care of yourself. Do things that are good for your body, good for your mind. Be kind to others as much as you can. Those things can help you as well. And support health workers. Uh, my One of my family members uh, works in the operating room. She works in ER and those sorts of things at a hospital. And another friend of mine is a uh, respiratory therapist dealing with COVID patients. And so I know that there's a lot of stresses they have to deal with on a daily basis. So take opportunities online and through your community to thank your, you know, healthcare workers and those who are responding to COVID-19. If you think you're stressed, imagine having to put yourself in harm's way. I can't relate to it as a medical person, but I can relate to it in what I had to do in the military. I had to put myself in harm's way uh, for the sake of others. And so I can understand in that regard. Uh, but remember, just it's something as simple as a thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. The same thing that you would do for a veteran to say thank you for your service. Extend that to those who are having to put themselves in harm's way and trying to fight against COVID. A simple thank you, a smile, I appreciate what you're doing, can go a long way for people who are having to deal with the stresses of that every day and still going into it again and again. And another thing I would mention that it's not so much about mental health, but it is about being kind to one another. And that is about discrimination. And what I mean by that is uh, fear is a normal reaction in situations of uncertainty that we deal with like pandemics. But sometimes fear is expressed in ways that can be hurtful to others. So as much as you can, remember to be kind. 
Don't discriminate against people because of your fears of the spread of COVID-19. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be vigilant, but try not to be rude to people simply because of your fears. Um, Don't discriminate because um, you think people may have coronavirus. Still be kind. Uh, Keep your distance, be careful. But, you know, chances are they didn't go out looking to get coronavirus. I know there are groups that tend to do that, those parties, which hopefully those have stopped happening. But, you know, remember, people are dealing with things, including corona. I don't know why this happens, but according to the World Health Organization, they say that some people discriminate against health workers. And so, remember, they're putting themselves in harm's way every day so that we can recover if we get sick and so that we can try to find a way to overcome COVID-19. So, remember that and just... Be respectful and show gratitude for those who are doing that frontline work. Uh, and, and COVID has affected people across many countries. So try not to, dis- to attribute it to a specific group. I know we've seen that stuff come up. There is no such thing as a um, group of people who are ground zero for what's happened here. It's just, it's a virus and viruses have no particularity when it comes to humans they just especially this one it just it shows no discrimination it goes after anyone now this is almost coming to the end of the podcast but i wanted to touch upon a couple of subcategories within this general human category here and one of those is if you are a parent dealing with stress uh, what you can do Maintain familiar routines as much as possible. Create new ones, especially if you must stay at home. Uh, Discuss new coronavirus, uh, the new coronavirus with your children in an honest way, although it's not really new anymore. Uh, Using age-appropriate language. Support your children with at-home learning. Make sure time is set aside for play. Help children find positive ways to express feelings such as fear and sadness. Uh, Sometimes engaging in a creative activity such as playing or drawing or singing uh, can help you with this process. Uh, Help children stay in contact with friends and family members through telephone and Zoom and Google Hangout and things like that. Uh, Make sure that your children have time away from screens every day and spend time doing offline activities together as a family. Do something creative. Draw a picture, write a poem, build something, make a cake, sing, dance, play in your garden if you have one. Um, Try and ensure that your children do not spend significantly more time than usual on video games. Uh, And if you're an older adult, keep in regular contact with your loved ones for your sake and for theirs. Um, For example, by telephone or email or social media or video conference. Uh, Keep regular routines and schedules as much as possible for eating, sleeping, and activities you enjoy. Uh, Learn simple daily physical exercises you can do at home when in quarantine so you can maintain mobility. 
Find out how to get practical help if needed, like calling a taxi, having food delivered to you, or asking for medical care. Make sure you have a one month supply or longer of your regular medicines, just in case anything goes on. As we've seen with toilet paper and other items, sometimes our we, as a people, we freak out and we just hoard things and then all of a sudden those who need them most can't get them. So try to keep a month's supply, if you can, or longer, of your regular medicines. Uh, ask family members, friends, or neighbors for support if you need it. And last, but certainly not least, uh, if you have a mental health condition, uh, or if you have someone in your life who does, uh, if you're being treated for a mental health condition, make sure that you continue to take your medication as prescribed and that you have a way of restocking your medication. If you see a mental health specialist, uh, find out how to continue with that support during the outbreak. And it is possible. There are a lot of doctors who are now doing teleconference with uh, their patients. And this is actually even before COVID that they started doing this, but now it's happening more. Um, Keep in touch with people who care for you and know who you can contact for support if your mental health declines. And if you're being treated for an alcohol or drug use disorder, be aware that COVID-19 outbreaks may lead to increased feelings of fear, anxiety, and isolation that can increase the risk of relapse or substance use or disengagement from treatment or non-compliance with treatment regimens. Make sure that you continue to take your medications as prescribed, particularly if you receive treatment with opioid medicines such as methadone or, um, and I might get this wrong, but um, buprenorphine, um, and that you have a way of obtaining um, a uh, regular supply of your medication. And if you're receiving support through a psychologist or support group, find out how to continue that support during the outbreak. I promise you, you can find a way. Uh, and if you're being treated for gaming or gambling disorder, continue with your treatment if possible. Check with your therapist or healthcare provider about the best way of continuing with therapy during confinement at home. Um, and then there's lots of resources you can find on World Health about things to deal with for like children and helping them cope with stress during COVID. Um, coping with stress for anyone else, any adult or young adult during the outbreak. Uh, these are things that we've talked about, but just for your own sake, there's that information on the World Health uh, website. You can go to uh, worldhealth.int forward slash campaigns uh, forward slash connecting the world to combat coronavirus. And as you search through there, you will find all kinds of information. Um, now, as I said, I did intend for this to be something not so much informational, but I did want to get through some very important information because I feel it's important for us all to share this information with one another because we never know who may not know this. And I would rather f uh, err on the side of too much information than not enough. So my friends, as I always say, please take care of yourselves, be kind, continue to be curious about the world around you. There's so much to learn and explore. Uh, try to learn something new every day or 
start learning something and stick to it and develop a new skill or a new interest or new hobby. Um, Practice your speaking skills. Maybe start a podcast like I'm doing. Um, But remember to take care of yourselves and to take care of those around you during this time. And we will make it through this. We, I know we will. As always, friends, uh, if you would like to send a message and say hello, and I appreciate when you do, um, you can send me a message at anchor.fm forward slash Joseph hyphen Guzman and the number three. And you can press on message there and say a hello. Or if you'd like to perhaps talk about being a, a subject matter expert or a guest of some sort on the show, we can talk about that. And if you'd like to support this podcast so that I can continue to make them and clean them up, make them a little more, not too professional, but a little more professional, um, then I would certainly welcome and appreciate your support. And you can also do that on my Anchor page. Um, You can be a monthly contributor for as little as 99 cents a month, for $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. And those are regular monthly draws that come out every month until you say you're done. Um, And if you want to do anything larger than that or one-time large contributions to help support the podcast, uh, you can send me a message through my Anchor page and we can discuss that. As always, my friends, thank you for following along on this journey with me. Take care of yourselves. Stay joyful. Find reasons to be happy every day. Find reasons to be thankful every day. Be curious, learn, and be kind to one another. And I will see you next time, my friends.